Passover is coming up, and to help you get ready, Have I Got a Story for You presents our Passover playlist. We'll listen to a family-friendly version of the Passover story, practice the four questions with Al, our sound engineer, and finally, we'll find out what happens when a pirate leads the hunt for the Afikoman. To all of our listeners and new friends, here's a child-friendly version of the Passover story to enjoy with your whole family. For more tips on how to prepare for Passover with kids, visit pjlibrary.org. Long ago in Egypt, a mean ruler named Pharaoh makes the Jewish people slaves. They are forced to do hard work building cities and pyramids. Pharaoh orders all baby boys born to Jewish families to be taken away. But Moses' family floats baby Moses in a basket on the river. Moses' sister Miriam watches over him when Pharaoh's daughter finds the baby and brings him to the palace to be raised. The Jewish people don't like being slaves at all. They are hungry, tired, and have no control over their lives. They cry out to God for help. Moses, all grown up, goes out from the palace and sees an Egyptian treating a Jewish slave badly. He stops the Egyptian. Now Moses feels that he too is Jewish and runs away from Egypt. Moses is herding sheep when he notices a strange bush. It's on fire, but not burning down. Amazing! He hears God's voice telling him to go to Pharaoh and demand that the Jewish people, Moses' people, be set free. With his brother Aaron, Moses goes to Pharaoh and says, Let my people go. Pharaoh answers, Never. God brings terrible plagues on the Egyptians. Water turns to blood. Frogs, wild animals, and locusts are everywhere. People and animals get sick. Hailstones fall from the sky. Everything turns dark. After each plague, Pharaoh agrees to let the Jews go free. But then he changes his mind. Finally, after the tenth plague, Pharaoh frees the Jews. The time has come. With great excitement and nervousness, the Jews pack their things and rush out of Egypt. They go so fast that the bread they are baking in celebration doesn't have time to rise. The Jews think they're safe, but when they reach the big sea, they hear Pharaoh's army chasing after them. Pharaoh has changed his mind again. The Jews are trapped, but then a miracle happens. The sea opens up so the Jewish people can march across between two giant walls of water. The sea closes up. The Jewish people are free. They sing and dance and celebrate. At Passover every year, we remember the miracle of freedom. Another one in the books, Al. Yeah, I'm really excited about how that Passover episode turned out. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear it. Can you start editing it tonight? Oh, you know it. So what's next on the agenda? Uh, We're actually all wrapped up for this week, Mm. Uh, but... But? But what? Well, here's the thing. Listening in on that story, I... uh, Well, Uh what I really want to do is... I mean... I... Al, just, just out with it. Whatever it is. Okay. Well, I've never gotten to say the four questions at Seder. 
I I'm not even sure how to say them. And this is on your mind because you heard our last guests singing them? Yeah, I was fiddling with that clip as we cleaned up. Oh, that, that makes sense. Al, you could say the four questions at my Seder this year. What? Really? <laughs> oh, Rita, that would mean the world to me. Our family satyrs were always so big and hectic and wonderful in a lot of ways, but I'm exactly in the middle of all my siblings and cousins, so I never actually got a turn. And these days, it doesn't seem right to barge in and ask for a turn when the kids are so excited, you know? I don't want to take it away from them. Well, this year, you're hanging out with me, my ferret Felicia, and a few friends at our cozy vegetarian Seder, yes. and I will make sure that you get a chance to say the four questions. In fact, I am texting someone special right now to see if they can run over and make a recording for you to practice with. Excellent. Oh, maybe I can also share with listeners just in case anyone wants to learn too. Oh, <laughs> Rita, you know what? What's up? I left the record button on this whole time. <laughs> Oh, Al. Oh, hey, I have an idea. Will you answer a few questions about the four questions for the folks at home? Sure. I'll do my best. Oh, great. Ah, double great. Oh, Al, there is no question. You're going to be the best four-question reciter at any Seder I've ever hosted. Woohoo! Well, but isn't this the first time you're hosting? Never mind all that. You had some questions about the four questions, right? Okay. The first one I have is, why do we say the four questions? Passover is a wonderful time to ask questions. Asking questions out loud and answering questions in ways that tell our own stories are both signs of being a free person. Traditionally, the youngest person or people at the table get to ask the four questions if they're willing and able to do so, of course. Mm. These questions are introduced with the Hebrew phrase ma nishtna, which means, what is different? Oh. Okay, here's my next one. Uh, not for me, obviously, but maybe for some of the kids listening. What do you do if you get too nervous to say the questions? Oh, I mean, you can always read them with a buddy, act them out, or pick someone to help you read. It's also so okay to pass on your turn or invite the whole family to read the questions together. Hmm. Anything else, Al? Um, hmm. Well, I think I'm good for now. I'm ready to start practicing. And I know if I forget, the PJ Library has a bunch of how-tos on their Passover page, too. Well, all right then. Let's cut here and add in the practice recording of how to say the four questions. Stick around until the end, though. We've also included an extra special surprise that will make the kids at your Seder smile for sure. Hi, I'm Lori, and this is how to say the four questions. Why is this night different from all others? On all other nights, we can eat chametz, bread that rises when it bakes. Why tonight do we eat only the flatbread matzah? On all other nights, we eat any kind of vegetables. Why tonight do we eat bitter vegetables, maror? On all other nights, we don't need to dip our food into a sauce even one time. Why tonight do we dip foods two times? On all other nights, we eat sitting up straight or leaning. Why tonight do we make sure to eat leaning to our left? Here's it in Hebrew. Ma nishtana halayla hazeh mikol halilot. Shebechol halilot anu ochlim chametz u matzah 
הלילה הזה כולו מצה, שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים שאר ירקות. הלילה הזה מרור. שבכל הלילות אין אנו מטבילין אפילו פעם אחת. הלילה הזה שתי פעמים. שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים בין יושבין ובין מסובין. הלילה הזה כולנו מסובין. Here are the four questions singing it. מה נשתנה הלילה הזה מכל הלילות? מכל הלילות שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים חמץ ומצה, חמץ ומצה. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה כולו מצה. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה כולו מצה. שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים שאר ירקות, שאר ירקות. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, מרור, מרור. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, מרור, מרור. שבכל הלילות אין אנו מטבילין אפילו פעם אחת, אפילו פעם אחת. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, שתי פעמים. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, שתי פעמים. שבכל הלילות אנו אוכלים בין יושבין ובין מסובין, בין יושבין ובין מסובין. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, כולנו מסובין. הלילה הזה, הלילה הזה, כולנו מסובין. Thanks for the practice clips, Lori. And thanks to you, everyone, for listening this week and helping me get ready for Rita's Seder. Before we go, I'd like to share a favorite Passover tradition from my family. My nieces and nephews love to read this very Dr. Seuss-like poem from Uncle Ellie's Passover Haggadah every year. Here it goes. The Four Questions. Why is it only on Passover night we never know how to do anything right? We don't eat our meals in the usual ways, the ways that we do on all other days. Because on all other nights, we may eat all kinds of wonderful, good, bready treats, like big purple pizza that tastes like a pickle, crumbly crackers and pink pumpernickel, and sassafras sandwich and tiger on rye, 50 falafels and pita fresh fried, with peanut butter and tangerine sauce spread onto each side, up and down, then across, and toasted whole wheat bread with liver and ducks and crumpets and ducklings and bagels and locks, and donuts with one hole and donuts with four, and cakes with six layers and windows and doors. Yes, on all other nights, we eat all kinds of bread, 
but tonight of all nights we eat matzah instead. And on all other nights we devour vegetables, green things, and bushes and flowers, lettuce that's leafy, and candy-striped spinach, fresh, silly celery. Have more when you're finished. Cabbage that's flown from the jungles of Nome by a polka-dot bird who can't find his way home. Daisies and roses and inside-out grass and artichoke hearts that are simply first class. Sixty asparagus tips served in glasses with anchovy sauce and some sticky molasses. But on Passover night, you would never consider eating an herb that wasn't all bitter. And on all other nights, you would probably flip if anyone asked you how often you dip. On some days, I only dip one bup-bup egg in a teaspoon of vinegar mixed with nutmeg. But sometimes we take more than 10,000 tails of the yakety birds that are hunted in whales, and we dip them in vats full of mumbagum juice. Then we feed them to Harold, our six-legged moose, or we don't dip at all. We don't ask your advice. So why on this night do we have to dip twice? And on all other nights, we can sit as we please. On our heads, on our elbows, our backs, on our knees, or hang by our toes from the tail of a glump. Or on top of a camel with one or two humps. With our foot on the table, our nose on the floor. With one ear out the window and one out the door. Doing somersaults over the greasy knishes or dancing a jig uh, without breaking the dishes. Yes, on all other nights, you sit nicely when dining. So why on this night? Must it all be reclining? I'm your narrator, Rita Toomey, and while I take a break from prepping to host my very own Seder this year, and PJ Library has great resources if you're a first-time host like me, I wanted to share the very special story of the Seder I went to last year. <clears throat> oh, right. To tell this story, I'm going to need the help of a few Special friends. Hi! Jamie and... Me! I mean, Claire. Jamie and Claire. Actually, we're going to tell our listeners all about the wild adventure we had at your Seder. It was bananas. It was bonkers. There was a pirate and we thought it was Uncle Eli, but it wasn't. And then Grandpa spilled wine all over his favorite tweed pants. And then Quetzal the cat almost escaped and I did the pirate trick and maybe swung from a chandelier and also... It and also... was a lot. <sighs> hmm... Maybe we should just start from the beginning. A fine idea. Well, everyone, settle in for our special Passover episode of Have I Got a Story for You. The very real, very true, and very fascinating story of the second wildest Seder I've ever been to. Second wildest? There was a year in Boca Raton where the grape juice got switched, but you know what? That's a story for another time and another podcast when you're older. Cue the music. So this is the story of how I met Claire and Jamie here and how we had to embark on an epic treasure hunt for the Afikoman. I'll go back to the beginning. I was in the studio tidying up and thinking about how much I was missing the big Seder back home. Usually, I head back to my hometown of Brainyboro, but last year, I opted to stay close to the studio to get ahead on a few things. I wrapped up my work much earlier than I expected and didn't have any plans, so I thought, let's try some field recording, Rita. I packed up my gear, locked up, and set out in search of a satyr that might have a spot for me. 
I checked my FaceSpace social media account. As it turns out, my neighbor's uncle's cousin's tennis coach's masseuse was hosting a Seder and had a few extra seats. The address was posted, so I headed on over. And Rita knocked on our door. But neither of us is a tennis coach's masseuse. That's our mom. Hi, you're not Grandma Sylvie or Grandpa Leon. Or Uncle Eli. Your mom invited me. Kind of. I'm a friend of a friend. Is she here so I can introduce myself? Right over there by the matzah and the harast bar. Don't eat all the pear and chili. That's my favorite kind. Oh, no thanks, Jamie. Wait, did you just pull that matzah out of your pocket? Yeah, want some? No, I'm, you know, I'm good. In fact, I'm saving all my matzah eating for when Passover officially starts. So things at your Seder started out pretty standard, right? The Seder is always at our house. Grandpa Leon and Grandma Sylvia come. Grandpa's getting old. He doesn't hear so well. Like, Claire will ask for the grape juice, and he'll say, Great juice? Why would I pass you great juice? <laughs> and then Aunt Sharon and Uncle Etan fly in, too. And usually Mom invites some other grown-ups over, like you. And other kids? Nope, just Claire and me. And so you always do the four questions. Oh, now she can do it. She was so nervous at the Seder that we all had to help her. I was not. Anyways, things were going kind of, let's say, slow when my mom signaled that I should open the door. Oh, for the beginning of the Seder where you say, all who are hungry, let them come and eat. All who need a Passover Seder, let them join us. And nobody ever comes in. Well, except this year, you did. But you were there before we started. And so was our gym teacher who mom invited. And dad's friends from work, Tracy and Kyle. But usually at this part, no one comes in. Until this year, I opened the door and he was just standing there. Who was? That man. We thought he was Uncle Eli at first, because he was so late. I'm gonna play a clip from my field recording now. I be hungry. I be thirsty, too. So thirsty I could drink myself a salty sea. Is that a pirate? You've seen a pirate before? Well, no, but I've heard a lot about them from books and podcasts and stuff. I bet that's just Uncle Eli playing a joke. Uh, I'm okay. Don't worry. Nothing's on fire, that's for sure. Wait, if that's not Uncle Eli... Then who? Ah, yarg. Good to rest me bones. Now who's got the grub? Now, at this point, one of you decided to give him something. I thought we should give him some salt water, because we had some on the table. But my mom poured him a glass of regular water. Her hands are shaking. That was pretty funny, too. For everyone listening at home, so they can imagine it, too... Could you describe what the pirate looked like? Everything you dream of. Hair everywhere, gold earring, eye patch, bandana, the works. Highly unusual facial hair. Very manicured, in fact. Wow. Now, let's get back to the recording. So a bunch of new folks have come to your Seder, including now a pirate. Do you think he'd ever been to a Seder before? Are you kidding? He took out his spyglass to examine the matzo. 
Ah, barnacles. Why has this sea biscuit so many holes? <laughs> Try this. It's the maror, the bitter herb. Mm. Mm. Ah, poison me. Best grub I ever tasted. More, I say. Just ask nicely. Sheesh. Grandpa, can you pass the maror? Let's skip ahead to the Afikoman hunt. Ooh, this is when we did the ten plagues. And see, I'm gonna take out this red fabric for the blood. Blood, you say? <laughs> blood. Oh, if you like the gross ones, you'll love when lice comes up. But, see, uh, we lice? Eat these little lice, pieces child. Of rice. Did you say lice? Me precious beard, get thee out of here, foul varmin! <laughs> Oops, maybe a little bit further. Die, die, a new. Die, die, a new. Die, die, a new. Die, A fine song. Come on, ye landlubbers. We dance. <laughs> I don't know this dance. Uh, climb upon me shoulders, and we shall have a proper jig. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, don't be so scared. We're having fun. No hands. Me! Oh, that was... Awesome. I'd go for a pirate version of Dayanu again any day. Okay, I think I know where it is on the recording, just a little further. Aha, here it is. I can tell from all the commotion. It's the Afikoman hunt. Pray, what might we be doing? We're looking for the Afikoman. Oh, and who be this Afi? Be he a deserter of your ship? No, it's not a person. The Afikoman is the dessert matzah. It's like a game. At the start of the Seder, the grown-ups hide it, and then we find it. Like a scavenger hunt, or a... Or a treasure hunt. Well, yeah, you could say that. I hunt for treasure better than anyone hunts for treasure. And I be saying, we start in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Passover Seder night is definitely different from all other nights, and Jamie and Claire's was no exception. How many other nights do you hide food around the house for others to find? Traditionally, there are three pieces of matzah stacked on the Seder plate. During the Seder, the middle matzah is split in two. The smaller piece is returned to its spot between the other two, but the larger piece becomes the afikomen, which comes from a Greek word meaning dessert. When I was growing up, we had a tradition where one of the kids would steal the afikomen when no one was looking. Another tradition is for a grown-up to hide the afikomen somewhere in the house. The kids then search for it, and that's precisely what's going on in this story. If you'd like to know more about Passover traditions or how to make your own afikomen hiding bag, visit gotastorypodcast.com. No swinging on the chandelier. Correct, lass. This vantage point be weak anyway. We must try another. And structurally unsound at that. Hang. Now we be looking under the couch. No, don't flip the couch over. Do flip the couch over. <laughs> I spy it. That's a chunk of bread. Ooh, better not tell Dad. He thought he found them all. Wait, it's Ketzel, our cat. She's been hiding here. Arg, sweet beast. 
Let me give you your pet. And there she goes. To the bookshelf! No! Good gentle crew, what, pray tell, happens if we do not find this treasure? Well, I don't really know. We just kind of end the Seder without it. Ah, it not be here. Watch where you're throwing those. I guess Mom will just give us a replacement one. Seriously, man? Apologies, me hearties. One year, Grandma ate it by accident. Oh, boy, that was a mess. Did ye curse her for her treachery? What? No, she's our grandma in any way. What be that? Whoa! It, it's the treasure! Aha! That sea biscuit I be fond of, huh? <laughs> Wait, you can't eat it? Why not? I found a treasure. It's mine. <laughs> I but found we're the all treasure. supposed to it's eat a mine. bit of it. Otherwise, we can't finish the Seder. Ah, hang it. That's not the way treasures be working. I found it. I be keeping it. Actually, we all looked for it together. So it's all of ours. And not only that, but my parents and grandparents and aunt and uncle, all the grown-ups, give us a reward for finding it. I get some really good stuff that way. All the grown-ups, you say? Hang, I'm a grown-up. I might be finding some reward for ye in me own pantaloon pockets. There, a double doubloon for ye, and another one for ye. Wow, thanks! <laughs> That's quite a story. I missed most of the action of the hunt myself because I was taking advantage of Ketzel climbing into my lap. It's a good thing I left my recorder running in the living room, though. Can I see the coins he gave you? Um, well, Rita, here's the thing, you see... We had them until yesterday. My parents sold them to the Metropolitan Museum of Art for $60,000. Whoa, seriously? Yep, my parents deducted the cost of a new chandelier and a new couch and put the rest away in our college fund. I'm going to college. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And, and that's it? You'll never see him again? Oh, I don't know about that. He liked the Seder so much that he invited us to run a Seder on his pirate ship next year. Of course, I'll need to pick out a nice eye patch. And I'll need to buy a gold earring. And I was thinking of bringing him a parrot as a present, uh, and maybe some of those macaroons with the chocolate coating, and some of those kosher for Passover jelly candies, and... Uh, w wait! What's up? I just realized we didn't even remember to ask his name. I did! Oh? Yeah, um, it kind of sounds like Uncle Eli's name. Um, Elijah? Elijah, yeah! No way! I mean, you did open the door for him, Jamie. Huh, I guess so. I mean, Grandpa has always had us open the door and say that speech about all who are hungry. Rita, you came right before we said it. Yeah, your mom kind of opened the door on social media for me. I like that tradition. My family didn't do that growing up. We only opened the door for Elijah at the end. I like that we opened the door at the beginning and the end. Hmm, I wonder who else Elijah visited. I mean, he goes and sees everybody, right? Maybe not always as a pirate, though. Something to think about. Did a pirate visit your satyr? 
we want to know. We also want to know about your Seder and your favorite Passover recipes. You can leave us a voicemail or write to us by using the contact page at gotastorypodcast.com. Until next time. You mean until next year in Jerusalem. For everything you need for a stress-free Passover, visit pjlibrary.org slash Passover. You'll find links to a family-friendly Haggadah, video playlists that outline all the steps for the Seder, a 15-minute Seder in video format just in case you've got some antsy guests with you, as well as recipes, games, and so much more. That's pjlibrary.org slash Passover.